What happens when, not if, but when Mark Zuckerberg decides that he wants to change the algorithm again for who knows how many time and everything changes overnight, completely boom, gone. Welcome to the Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to up-level your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am back. I had a couple of weeks off recently because I had surgery, but I am recovering now and I'm almost back to normal. So I've started getting back into work and back into the swing of things and I am feeling good and ready to go. So this week's episode is going to be all about building your email list. So I'm talking about unleashing the power of building an email list and how you can build long-term sustainable relationships with your customers by having an email list. Building an email list has proven to be an absolute game changer for businesses. The return on investment is absolutely insane with email marketing. It is honestly second to none. So I'm going to explain to you a little bit about the return that you'll get on email marketing and why it is so important to have an email list. So I'm sure you've heard of the concept of having an email list. And if you haven't heard of it, then I am going to explain to you what exactly it is. So basically it is collecting your customers' emails, putting them into an email service provider such as MailChimp or Flowdesk, and then you can start sending your customers emails on either a weekly or a fortnightly or monthly basis. So if you have thought about building an email list, but you haven't started yet, there could be a couple of things that might be holding you back because these were some of the things that held me back when I was first starting. And one of those things was, what if I don't have enough followers? Like, what if I don't have enough people who are going to go on my email list? Like, what is the point in even starting one? That was my first thing. And then secondly, I was a little bit overwhelmed with the whole process. It seemed like this big, scary thing that I had to do and to figure out all the tech behind it just seemed very overwhelming and I wasn't prepared for that. So that was another thing that was holding me back. Another thing that was holding me back was time. Obviously, being a busy entrepreneur, as I'm sure you know what that's like, it is very difficult to find the time to build an email list, to get everything set up, especially when you're busy running your business. So I completely understand that aspect. And that was something that held me back for a long time as well. But I am here to tell you today, it is so important to build your email list. And I'm going to explain why, but it is an absolute non-negotiable in your business. 
I have actually noticed that quite of the few of the people that I've coached in the past have not had email lists. And it's definitely something I am always quick to jump on and say, Hey, do you have an email list? Is this something that you're doing? How about before we look at, you know, other forms of advertising, such as paid ads and things like that, let's start with the foundations and let's start with the things that don't cost a lot and try those first before we move on to the paid strategies. Building a business actually becomes so much easier when you have an email list. Now it doesn't need to be a huge email list, but you need to have some kind of list or some sort of, you know, database of your customers that you can contact at any point in time. And look, I get it. We all get really busy running our businesses and it's hard to find the time to sit down and actually do this. But once you sit down and set up these foundations for your email list, it becomes like a snowball. It just grows and grows and grows. And it is so powerful for your business. Now you might be thinking, I don't need to have an email list because I do all of my marketing on social media. But what happens when not If, but when Mark Zuckerberg decides that he wants to change the algorithm again for who knows how many time and everything changes overnight, completely boom, gone. It is a really dangerous strategy to solely rely on social media for marketing in your business. You should never, ever be building your business solely on rented land. And that's what you're doing when you are solely building your business on social media. It is rented land. And that means you don't own the land. You don't have any control over it. You can't stop any changes from happening. So it's a really risky place to be. On the other hand, when you own your email list, that is actual property that you own. So it is completely different. You have control over those contacts and you will have them regardless of what happens. Another thing I have seen is a lot of people getting their Instagram accounts hacked and they're losing their accounts overnight. So I've seen quite a few influencers that I've followed who have built their business up on social media and then boom, overnight, their entire business and their entire marketing strategy is just gone because they have built the entire thing on social media. And that's a really scary place to be in. We do not want to go down that path. And I actually had a similar thing happen to me years and years ago. This is going to prove how long I've been in business. I started out on Facebook. Instagram wasn't even a thing back then. And I started investing in paid ads to grow my Facebook page. So back in the day, you would have a Facebook page and you would get likes. People would like your page. And then that meant that they would be able to see your content on Facebook. So I was able to grow organically for quite some time and then they brought in paid ads. Everything changed and it started being that you had to get paid to be seen. So I started investing in paid ads for Facebook. I invested a lot of money, thousands of dollars over the years. And I remember building my page up to 20,000 likes and I was so excited that I had 20,000 people following my Facebook page. We got great engagement. If we had you know, appointments available, or we had specials, we would just put them on our Facebook. People would see them. They would go for it. They would, they would buy our specials. They would book in. It was just so easy and it was so amazing. And then Instagram happened. So this brand new app comes along. And when Instagram first started, I actually didn't see it as something for business. I started using it as a personal thing to share my personal photos and things like that. And I thought I'll share all my personal stuff on Instagram and I won't need to share my, I'll just share my business stuff on Facebook. But then realizing that everybody was kind of moving over to Instagram, that was becoming the new place. That was becoming where everyone was hanging out. That was where all my customers were hanging out. And I had to completely start from scratch. So start from zero 
all those 20,000 people that were following me on Facebook did not convert over to Instagram. And that was such a big lesson for me where I had to really just suck it up and (laughs) start again from scratch with a whole new page and invest more money into building an entire new audience on an entire new platform. And yeah, it was a lot of work and we have only just hit, you know, 20,000 likes. It took years and years and years to get to that point. And it took a lot of money, way more money in ads, way more effort to get to that point. So I have definitely had that sort of experience where I had built my business on social media. I had really invested a lot into it, a lot of time, a lot of money, and then for it to essentially be taken away very quickly or for everyone's attention to shift to a new platform. And then I had to start all over again. So there's such a lesson in this. When you have an email list and you can email your customers, you don't need to worry about things like this happening. You own your list. You're not building your business on rented land. And it is the best, most secure way to build a sustainable business. Now, email marketing has been a staple in the digital marketing world for a long, long time, but it is actually one of the best return on investment. So the best ROI comes from email marketing. And there is a study that they have done and it states that for every dollar you spend on email marketing, you get about $42 return, which is massive. I can guarantee you, you don't get that much on Facebook ads. You don't really get that return on anything else. So it is a great return on your investment. It is very cheap. It is very easy to set up and it is not very time consuming. And the results outweigh all of that effort. It's also so much more cost effective than traditional forms of advertising, such as printing and media. It is just an absolutely brilliant way to market to your customers quickly. You can personalize things for them and you can get it to them very, very quickly. And you're getting it to people that are already interested in what you offer. So you've got people on your email list who are basically like a warm audience who are ready to buy from you, who are ready to sign up for whatever it is that you're offering and you've got access to those people immediately. Now, I want to share some stats from some of my email marketing campaigns in my e-commerce business. So we do a weekly email out and we find we get quite a various range of returns on our investment. For my e-commerce business, we use a program called Active Campaign, and we use this because it has a CRM built into it, but it also connects with our Shopify store. So we are able to see exactly how many sales we have generated from each email that we've sent. And a couple that we had sent out recently had some amazing results. So I'm going to share them with you. So one of them we did was a special, and this is the amount of sales that we made in the seven days following that email campaign. So seven days from the day it was open to seven days after, if someone went and purchased something on our website, it would show up as a sale in our email campaign. And for this special, we did $6,113.15, which is crazy. That was one of our highest performing emails. We did another one, which was our price increase email. So we were notifying our customers that we had a price increase and we did $5,016.55 on a price increase email. Maybe people were trying to get in before we had that price increase. I don't know, but for whatever reason, it worked so well. 
And then the third example I have was our masterclass tickets. So we release masterclasses for Melbourne, which is one of our most popular locations. And we had $7,909.97 generated from that email. Those stats honestly just blow my mind. Like the fact that we can get those kinds of returns on a, something that's really not costing us a lot of money is just unbelievable. And it also gives you such peace of mind knowing that when you have a new product or a new service or a new offer, you have a group of people ready and waiting to buy from you that you can just present that to and instantly make sales. It takes so much of the confusion and the inconsistency out of your business when you've got that solid foundation. The return on email marketing isn't just about dollars and cents and how great it is, even though it is really great. <laughs> it's not just about that. It's also about nurturing your customer relationships. So email marketing plays a really significant role in fostering those customer relationships and strengthening them over time. When you leverage the power of email marketing, you can really connect with your customers and it's a way that you can connect on a more personal level and you can build more of a long-term business and more of a sustainable business. I'm going to share with you nine different ways that you can connect with your customers and build those long-term relationships through email marketing. So the first thing is personalization. A lot of email programs allow you to categorize your customers based on their interests or their location. And so that you're able to target them very specifically. And one way that I do this within my business is we have people who are interested in education, for example. So we sell hair extensions. So people might come to our site because they're wanting to buy hair extensions, but then other people are coming because they want to learn how to do hair extensions with our education. So when we have someone put in an education inquiry form, it will tag them as education inquiry. So if we want to market specifically to people who are interested in education, we can send an email just to those people specifically, and it makes it feel really personalized and it makes them feel like we're only sending them stuff that is actually relevant to what they're interested in. The second part is that you can have timely and relevant communication with your customers. So as opposed to sending them something that they perhaps might not see or something that takes time for them to see, you can send them an email and they get the information right away, which is really great for if you're having a sale or there's some kind of time crunch on what you're offering, sending out a quick email so that they have that you know instant communication with you is a really great way to increase your sales. You can also talk about events that you might have coming up or specials that you might have coming up. Anything that you want to communicate to your customers, you can do it in a quick and timely manner and they'll feel more valued for you keeping in contact with them. One way that I use this in my salon business is we have automated emails that go out every six weeks to someone which says we miss you. So it's like a, we miss you. We'd love to see you again type email. And it just reminds the customer that it's been six weeks. It's time to come back and get their hair done again. And it keeps them coming in and keeps them regular. In my e-commerce business, we have an abandoned cart email, which works phenomenally as well. If you guys have an e-commerce business and you don't have an abandoned cart email set up, 
what are you doing? Like stop right now, go and set up an abandoned cart email because that will be such a game changer. It actually shocks me how well it works. We can also see the figures in the back end as to how many people have purchased from that follow-up abandoned email. And it's the numbers are crazy, like crazy numbers. So it is definitely worth implementing a abandoned cart email. Do not neglect this part of your business. I know it's a little bit of time and effort to set it up, but trust me, it will pay off in the long run. Number three is it builds trust and credibility. So if you are regularly emailing your customers, they start to get to hear from you on a regular basis. They know that email is going to come every week and they start to build that trust with you. A big part of being consistent online is showing that you are a consistent and reliable person. It's not enough just to say I am reliable. You really need to be a reliable person and truly embody that reliability. And one way that you can do that is by sending out regular emails and having them on a set schedule. That way your customers know to expect an email from you every week or every fortnight and you build that trust and credibility with them. The fourth way that you can build your relationships is by sending out surveys and asking for feedback. So by showing your customers that you care about what they have to say, that you want their feedback, that you want to know what they think of your business, you want to know where you could improve or, you know, how you could be doing things better in certain aspects. That really shows them that you care about what they think and that you value their opinion. That goes a long way with building sustainable relationships. The fifth way is to build a welcome sequence. So this is another way that you can nurture your customer relationships is by having a welcome sequence of emails. So when they sign up to your email list, you can have, you know, maybe four or five emails that will be sent out over a certain period of time that kind of welcome them to your business. They introduce you. You talk a little bit about what you do. You offer some value to them. You maybe entertain them a little bit in the emails and make it really personal so that they can get to know you and they feel like they're getting something out of signing up for your email list. So they're feeling like they are already getting value from being on your list. Um, This is a really important part to implement and to just start getting set up right away. Number six is to include loyalty programs or reward programs just for your email subscribers. So this is a way that you can get people onto your email list, even through your social media by saying, Hey, I'm running a special for my subscribers only. Here's the link to sign up for my email list and you'll get an exclusive discount or a special offer or something like that. And you can continue to do this for your email list subscribers only. And it's a way to make them feel like they're a part of an exclusive club that they're getting something that other people can't get. They have to be on the email list to get it. Number seven is storytelling and brand connection. Emails are a great way to really connect with your customers and tell some stories about what's going on in your business. So you could show them some behind the scenes. Perhaps if you have a new team member starting, you could introduce the new team member. You could talk about what's been going on in your business. You could even give examples of customer success stories or people that have worked with you and transformations that they've had and use those as examples to sell your products. And people love storytelling. One of the best ways to sell your products or services is through storytelling. And you can include that in your email sequence or in your weekly email. 
Number eight is remarketing or re-engaging customers. So like I said before, we have a we miss you email, which goes out at six weeks. And we actually have another one that goes out at six months as well. So if someone hasn't been back to us for quite some period of time, we will send them another email to hopefully reactivate them as a customer. Sometimes we will offer a discount, like a $20 coupon or something for them to come back and entice them to come back to the business. But it's a great way to bring back those customers who you may have lost or have maybe gone elsewhere or just forgotten about you. You can really reactivate them through email marketing. And number nine is long-term communication. So many other channels of marketing are just very quick, short-term forms of communication, whereas emailing is a long time communication. So you can be emailing your customers. They can be on your list for a very long time and you really build that relationship over a period of time. It's not just a quick one off thing. It is a continually thing that you'll be doing. And it's something that you of course need to be consistent with, but that is how you really build those strong customer relationships over time. So next up, I'm going to talk about how to actually build your email list. Now you might be thinking, okay, I don't know where to start. This sounds very overwhelming. This sounds like a lot and I don't know where to begin. So I'm going to help you out. The first place to begin is to get an email service provider. So you may already have one. If you use a CRM system, you might have one already inbuilt. If not, I would suggest that you get an email service provider. And I have two of my favorite ones, which I'm going to share with you. So my top favorite one is Flowdesk. Flowdesk is what I use in my own coaching business and in my salon business. It is so easy and user-friendly. It is one of the most beautiful, aesthetically pleasing platforms I have ever used. That is one of the reasons I was drawn to Flowdesk in the first place. But it's also really functional. So when you log in, they have pre-made templates that you can just fill out. They have them already done. All you have to do is put your own text in. You can change the colors. You can add your logo. You can add photos. They even have stock photos on there that you can use if you don't have your own photos. It is such an easy program. Like it doesn't get easier than Flowdesk. And one of the other things I love about it is that you pay a yearly fee and you have unlimited subscribers. And let me tell you, we were using MailChimp previously. We were paying more per month for MailChimp than what we pay for an entire year of Flowdesk, which is absolutely wild. It's a better program. It's much easier to use. It is way more streamlined. It has beautiful templates and you don't have to pay more for the more subscribers you get. There's unlimited subscribers. And that might not seem like a big deal now if you're just starting out. But once you start to get, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 subscribers, it gets really expensive with MailChimp. So if you are looking into email programs, definitely look for one that has unlimited subscribers so that you get the best value for money. I do have a discount code for Flowdesk as well. It is Shakira Jade. And if you want to have a look into Flowdesk a little bit more, you can just go to my website, go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk. And I have a whole ton of information on there about why I love Flowdesk and why it's my favorite top choice for email marketing. My second option would be Active Campaign. So we use Active Campaign in my e-commerce business and we use it for all of our emailing. We set up all of our automations in there. But one of the reasons that we use Active Campaign is because it has a CRM built into it. So we're able to keep track of all of our customers and we're able to send them emails 
and text messages and everything all from the one platform. So it just makes life really easy having it all in the one place. So basically we have forms on our website for leads. If someone signs up for a wholesale application or they sign up because they're interested in education with us, it will send us through a form and they go into a lead funnel. So we have new leads, we have warm leads, we have ones that we need to follow up with. And then if we have followed up and they still haven't purchased within 30 days, we'll take them out of that funnel and we'll just close the deal down. So it's a really good way to keep track, especially if you have a lot of different leads coming in. It's a really good way to categorize everyone and keep track of who you need to follow up with, especially if you are doing things like making phone calls or making sales calls. You know, it's great to have everything all in the one place. And it also has a really powerful email portion. So you can actually send out emails. You can set up a ton of automations in there. And it's it's really a very powerful program. So I have a challenge for you after listening to this episode. Number one, if you don't have an email service provider, go and set one up. So preferably within 24 hours, go set up an email service provider and get your account ready to go. Number two, you're going to create a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is basically a freebie or a checklist or a cheat sheet or a program or something that works within your industry and within your business that you can offer as a thank you for people signing up to your email list. You want to make sure that you put this lead magnet on your website, either by pop-up form or you have it somewhere on your website. So people who come to visit your website can see the lead, the lead magnet and they can sign up for it. You also want to be advertising it on your social media. So as much as you can encourage people to sign up for your email list, advertise your lead magnet, and that will get them onto your email list. You only need one lead magnet to be successful. So you can always create more in the future if you want to, but you only need one. So start out with one, something that you think your audience would really like and would really motivate them to want to sign up for that freebie and watch how fast your list grows. It is one of the best ways to get people on your list. I'm going to share with you eight different ways you can get people on your email list and start to grow those subscribers. So the first way is obviously make sure that you have a opt-in page on your website, preferably a pop-up box on your website so that every person that comes to your website sees that pop-up and they're able to sign up for your email list. Number two, of course, is social media. So advertising on all of your social media channels, making sure you're encouraging people to sign up for your list. Another thing you can do on Instagram is put a question box up and say, drop your email in here if you'd like to be on my exclusive emailing list. That's a great way to get some subscribers in. Number three is host webinars or events online. So you can create an event that you host online and people have to give you your email list in order to attend the event. So this could be a webinar or this could be a Zoom that you're hosting like a masterclass and you ask for people's email list to send them the details for this particular event that you are hosting. Number four is to run some kind of giveaway or contest on your social media and people have to be subscribed to your email list in order to enter. Number five is cross promotions with other people. So if there is a business that is complementary to your business and has a similar target market, then work with them to share each other's email list. Perhaps on their email list, they could have a little segment about you or some sort of promotion through your business. And then in turn, you can also promote them to your email list with something about them. So it's like a cross promotion and you're able to be seen by 
each other's audiences. Number six is pop it in your email signature. This is something that so easily gets overlooked, but you obviously have an email signature. So just pop it down the bottom. If you'd like to sign up for my email list, or if you'd like to keep in contact with me, click here. That's another great way to boost those subscribers. Number seven is to run Facebook lead generation ads. So this is a little bit more advanced. I would only recommend this if you're already doing your email marketing and you're starting to get some traction with your subscribers, you're starting to see the power of email marketing and how well it works. And you want to really boost that and take it to the next level. Running Facebook ads is a great way to boost your subscribers. And number eight is QR codes. So if you have a brick and mortar business or you have a service-based business where you see people in person, put a QR code on your flyers, on your business cards, um, on your shop front, wherever you can. So people can immediately sign up for your email list and they can keep in contact with you and they know what kind of things you've got coming up in your brick and mortar or your service-based business. So in conclusion, it is really important to add value to your customers and send them relevant information through your emails. You don't want to just be spouting out emails just to get something out. You really want to be thoughtful on what you're putting in those emails so that you're really building relationships with your customers and you're really giving them value and you're delivering on those promises that you made during the sign up process. So to recap today's episode, we talked about why email marketing has such a good return on investment and why it's so important for your business. And then we also talked about why it's important to have different strategies outside of social media to build a really strong, sustainable business. We also talked about how you can get your customers on board, how you could build long-term relationships with your customers and all of the different ways that you can use email marketing to nurture those relationships and to take them even further. We also talked about how to grow a subscriber list and what is the best email service provider to use in order to grow that list. We also talked about creating a lead magnet and all the places that you can share that lead magnet to get people to sign up for your email list. If there is anything I can say from this episode, anything you take away, please just go away and take some action with this, whether that is getting an email service provider, setting up a welcome sequence of emails, putting out a lead magnet, just do something. I really want you guys to do something with this episode. Don't let this information go to waste and just continue on about your day and about your business. This is really important stuff. I hope I've conveyed that to you in this episode, just how important it is. But I would love it if you guys do get something from this episode, please DM me or email me, send me your email that you've created. I would love to see it or send me your lead magnet because this stuff genuinely excites me and I love to see the things that you guys create. So feel free to reach out, share it with me. If you want my feedback, I'm happy to give my feedback on it. Just put it out there and it's always good to have that extra set of eyes and kind of know that you're heading in the right direction. So that concludes our episode, but I'm going to talk about my favorite things. So this is again, a little bit of a random thing. I feel like every week I just spout off the most random things, (laughs) but I want to talk about how nourishing your body and taking care of your health is so vital to being successful as an entrepreneur. And I honestly feel like I could probably do a whole episode on this, but I'm just going to talk about it for a couple of minutes. So as I mentioned, I did have surgery recently and I wanted to take it very seriously. So for a month prior to my surgery, I started a 
anti-inflammatory, low-sodium type diet to make sure that I was putting my body in the very best state for having surgery. I cut out alcohol, which was hard for me because I love my wine. I love my champagne, but I was really committed to this. So I cut out alcohol. I cut out caffeine, which I generally, I have been off caffeine for quite some time now, but I made sure not to have anything caffeinated. I didn't eat out. I just cooked from home and I've actually been eating this way for probably six weeks now. And I don't know if I've ever gone that long without eating a single meal outside of my home cooked meals. It's quite a long time. And I really feel like my body is loving me for it. I feel like my brain feels really clear. I feel like I have more energy. I feel like I'm in a better mood. And despite the fact that I just had surgery, which knocks you around, obviously going under anesthetic, I felt like it definitely assisted with my recovery. And I really started researching nutrition and surgery um, a couple of months back and just learning more about how if you eat certain types of foods that are anti-inflammatory or that are going to help with your immune system, they're going to help boost your body's ability to repair itself. It can really aid in the recovery of a surgery. And I'm just really feeling the effects of it now. I feel like it is so interesting. And I've had a few surgeries in the past and I've known how I've recovered from those. And I do feel like following that diet and really putting my health first has helped so much. And I have spoken about this before on my Instagram about the power of, you know, working out and taking care of yourself, having a clear mind as an entrepreneur, you really can't run a successful business if you're not successful within yourself. If you're not taking care of your health and prioritizing your health and getting sleep and, you know, exercising and eating nourishing foods, then, you know, you're going to have brain fog, you're going to have gut issues, you're going to have a lot of problems. You're probably going to be irritable from not sleeping well. So it's really important to try to get these things under control so that you can put yourself in the best state possible. You want to be in optimum health and in optimum state so that you can handle the pressures of running a business and, you know, all the stress that comes with it and all the challenges that you might face and the demanding, you know, work hours that you might have to work. You really want your body to be in peak shape and peak performance and, Let me just say as well, I'm by no means perfect in this area. It is something that I am working on and it's something I'm continually trying to improve upon. And it's just become a part of my life where I really want to continually improve my lifestyle and make better choices so that I can be the best version of myself. So that is my favorite thing for this week. Love your body, take care of your body, cherish it. You only get one body, so you want to look after it. And that is all from me. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. The marketing series will continue on with some more episodes and I will see you here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.